Hey guys, this is just another podcast with John. I'm John Dorio, and this is our wild card playoff preview. We've got our Seahawks Eagles matchup on this episode. Uh, Seahawks coming in as the five seed, even though they're eleven and five, versus the you know controversial NFC East number four in the play seed. You know nine and seven Philadelphia Eagles. That's Sunday at four forty in Philly. Weather will be interesting. On NBC, um, going right into tail the tape. First thing I'm going to say after that, you know, the fact that they're nine and seven, five and three at home, five and one in a very very bad division. Coach Peterson needs more credit than. And I'm a Giants fan. I'm going to do my best to not hate on the beloved Eagles. Doug Peterson can coach in football. You talk about injuries out the wazoo in Philadelphia. He's done a great job of keeping that team upbeat, competitive. There's been so you know how those Philly fans are. It can't be a nice p- place to be all the time. However, they have rallied behind that team as a city, as a team. Coach Peterson's got that 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 team believing that they can get things done. They power into the playoffs, get by at 9 and 7. And again, 9 and 7, like teams make the playoffs at 9 and 7. Can we stop acting like this is the 7 and 9 you know, uh, Seahawks a few years back, or they're an eight and eight. Like they're a nine and seven playoff team, division winner. Like yes, they should have a home game here. They went nine and seven. That's not that much different. You know, ten and six teams are winning. They're one win off. I don't care how bad you think they're. I went nine and seven, won a division. Yes, they can host the eleven and five wild card uh, Seahawks. I, that, that's my opinion on it. Anyway, moving on. Peterson done a great job. That team, uh, we'll jump into efficiencies again. Remember, percentages for efficiency. What percentage are you better than the average football team? Um, offense and team efficiency, you want it to be positive. Defensively, you want it to be negative efficiencies. So, overall, the the 9-7 and seven Eagles were the 11th most efficient team in the NFL. 11th. Keep in mind, 12 teams make the playoffs, right? So, that makes sense. They should be in the playoffs. They're in 11 11th inefficiency if you're going by that. They were 6.5. Now it's a little bit more towards middle of the road, but 11th. Offensive efficiency, 14th, 2.6. And I would argue um, with what they've worked with this season talent-wise, the fact that Carson uh, Carson Wentz has been able to keep that offense alive doesn't say no. I, I think Carson Wentz can play football. People that don't like Carson Wentz, I'm not with you. I think Carson Wentz is a good quarterback, and he's going to get things done. He's got nobody right now. I don't think anybody understands what it is like to play quarterback in the NFL one. Let's just stop there. And then add in that you have injuries left and right. You're throwing to ex-quarterbacks in Greg Ward Jr., okay? Give the guy some credit on that side of football. Miles Sanders, Howard, Scott, I mean, they've had to go through running backs. Uh, Ertz was banged up. I mean, they are all over. I don't think people realize how banged up that Philadelphia team really is. I mean... Quickly looking over at even who's active this week to give us a little idea um, of even who we can talk about being ready to go. I mean, remember, Brandon Brooks, good offensive lineman, IR. Deshaun Jackson, IR. Alshon Jeffrey, IR. Malik Jackson, IR. Ronald Darby, IR. Gruger Hill, IR. Hassan Ridgeway, IR. Darren Sproles, IR. Corey Clement, IR. Uh, it's unbelievable. The entire team, the entire team for uh, uh, the Eagles is is out. 
questionable Zach Ertz, ribs and back. Um, still not cleared for any contact as of Friday. That's not a good sign. He's got a day to get back. I mean, that's that's scary. Lane Johnson um, still working. Um, Peterson says, I'll tell you what, he's a tough guy. He really wants to play in this football game. Hopefully he can play. That's a big one. But you could be talking about Ertz and Johnson being added to that list of guys that can't play. Al Galore is officially out as well. I mean, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You're playing with just scout team out there. And then Carson Wentz and a few other guys. Like, give this team credit for what they did at 9-7, and seven, beating football teams, getting to the playoffs with that team. It's impressive. Going on, anyway, def- again, with all that efficiency, 14th. Defensive efficiency, uh, 12th. 12th in defensive efficiency, negative 4%, which, again, negatives are good. Talking defensive efficiencies. Um, pretty solid. I mean, that defense is okay. Uh, I think that offense really has more of the injuries and the struggle. That defense is more stingy, again. Uh, and I use that word for the Vikings, but in like a a good, fun, stingy way. This is more of a like, eh, they'll maybe find a way here and there to get you off the field. Um, but 12th in defensive efficiency isn't, you know, uh, super great. Um, they're su- they've been very banged up at corner, but Avante Maddox coming off a pretty solid final game. Um, you know, Jones getting a chance to show that he was worth a second-round pick and has played very well, I think, three or four picks in the last few games since he had to become a starter. Um Pretty impressive, actually, stuff on that defensive side of the ball. Graham and Fletcher Cox are their best players, obviously. They'll get the job done um, as much as they need to there. Malcolm Jenkins not having a great season, but still very above average. Uh, Strong safety, really can command that defense. So a defense that can get it done for sure. Um, As far as statistic-wise rankings, offensive, they're 15th in yards per game at 360.8. Uh, 12th in points per game, 24.1. Again, middle of the road to better half of the league. You know, it, they considering 24.1 points per game is 12th in the league with, again, the injuries they've had, that's impressive. That's impressive for Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson. People get on them. To me, it's mind-blowing. That is mind-blowing what they're doing with who they have injured. Uh, defensive rank, 10th in yards per game, 15th in points per game. That's actually a little more scary than, than it seems. However, I'm not an Eagles fan. I haven't watched every game. Turnovers, things like that can kind of result in that. But normally, you'd rather see a, a little bit higher yards per game ranking um, and a lower points per game, right? Because that means you can be bam, but don't break defense, that kind of thing. So in this sense, it's either, man, you're giving up a – maybe you're not giving up as much yards, and it's more short yardage situation, so it's harder on your defense. However – you're 15th in points per game. You're giving up 20, 22.1 points per game. That's not a great sign. The other not great sign for them, but it's for both sides, for both sides, 26th in strength of schedule. 26th in strength of schedule uh, for the Eagles. Obviously playing in a terrible NFC East uh, division. They beat the teams they're supposed to beat. And then the thing that's nice for the Eagles and a little bit of a bright spot is they did go get those wins against Green Bay, right? They went and got, uh, you know, played a solid game in New England, losing by a touchdown. They've already played Seattle, and they they lost 17-9, again, with a crazy banged-up team. Crazy banged-up team. And and Wentz threw for 256 that game. Uh, Bad losses, though, to, like, Miami, 
right? They, they lose to a good Minnesota team. They lost bad to Dallas in the meat of the season. Um, awesome that they were able to finish on a four-game win streak. However, they had to go to overtime with New York. I love them, but they stink. Uh, they beat the pants off Washington, which they should. Dogfight with Dallas, and then, you know, they, they beat the pants off the Giants again, but <clears throat> it's the Giants, right? They, they were supposed to do those things. So it's always exciting to see a team that's 5-7 and seven know they have to win to get in and just rally together and go, well, good, we won four games and we got in. Now they're 9-7, and seven, and again, I believe they deserve a lot of credit for what they did. That doesn't necessarily mean anybody's giving them credit in the playoffs, right? You, you look over... Um, even who they were statistically, you know, Carson Wentz, 4,000 yards, 27 touchdowns, seven picks. I, I don't think Carson Wentz gets enough credit, to be honest. He had a 62.9 QBR. And if you're a QBR guy, he's actually pretty high up there. I mean, we were talking about um, 65 was, was Tannehill. And remember, he's the number one rating, passer rating quarterback in the NFL. So QBR-wise, he measures up pretty well. Um Running game-wise, they've been able to continue to get it done, even though they've had to go through Boston Scott, Jordan Howard, and Miles Sanders. But all three of those guys, at their times when they were kind of the feature guy, have all averaged over four uh, yards per carry. So they can get it done on the ground, which is good. Um, They've had to because they have so many injuries. Now, if Zach Ertz plays, that's big. But Zach Ertz has to play healthy. Otherwise, he's really a decoy. And we know he's the best tight end, receiving tight end, maybe just behind Kelsey. I almost times feel like I'd take uh, Ertz all around over a guy like Kelsey. Goddard has stepped up awesome, but the fact that your two receiving leaders are Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz proves how poor. I mean, literally, their top three receiving targets, Ertz, 88 receptions. Uh, Dallas Goddard, 58 receptions. Miles Sanders, 50 receptions. Before they get to a receiver, it's injured Alshon Jeffrey at 43. And then injured Aguilar at 90, at 39. And then Greg Ward at 28. And then back to a running back. So you're just talking about having no options in the receiving game. You are obviously going to see, uh, whether Ertz is healthy or not, especially if he is, you're going to see all two tight end sets. They're going to have to run the football. They're going to have to control this game and hope that a stingy defense can, you know, help and, and hold – um, the Seahawks down a little bit. That that's it. That is what it is. It's it's that's gonna have to be the game plan because of the injuries. Now you go over to the other side of the game. You go to the eleven and five Seahawks. They're seven and one on the road. Now you you go into to Lincoln Financial. It's a different ball game. I mean they're, they're crazy there. And I'm not talking hoot and holler. I'm just saying everybody knows you go to Philly. They're calling out your mama and all that kind of stuff. It gets crazy there. It gets a little wild. Um, seven and one away though. That's you're feeling good. They play better on the road than they do at home. Pete Carroll. I'm a big Pete Carroll fan. I, I like the guy. I think he does a great job. Great job everywhere he's been. Um, three and three in the division, but again, a very good division. Very good division of the Rams. Um, and San Francisco and them really all fighting, even the Cardinals really being able to put together a more competitive season than I think most people thought they'd put to put together. Um, and with that, eighth overall in team efficiency, uh, 13.8%. That, that's good. A lot of it coming from the offense. A little different than a usual look, right, for those um, Seattle Seahawks. Fifth in offensive efficiency at 17.4, mainly because they've just got awesome seasons from – you know, Russell, 
4,100 yards, 31 touchdowns, five picks. Uh, Carson getting banged up at the end hurts hurts a lot, and Lynch has to take over. Um, Marshawn didn't look very good, so that is definitely something to look out for if they really have to throw the ball. However, we've already talked about that Eagles defense being so banged up. The game plan going in is probably to throw the football a lot, right? I mean, that is what they're thinking of doing anyway. Defensive efficiency, they're 18th. Uh, actually, a positive percentage, which means it's equivalent of like being a negative style defense. Like you're worse than the average defense this year for Seattle, which is is rare for them, right? That's not what we're used to seeing. Um, 18th, not great. You go down to the statistics, and they kind of hold true, and actually only in bad ways. So remember, they were the fifth most efficient op- fifth most efficient offense, but they're eighth in yards per game and they're ninth in points per game. So while the efficiency stat I like better than just the, like the pure yards and points, it's interesting that this is rare where they're f- so high in efficiency followed by like being kind of towards the you know back of the top 10 in those true stats and putting up points and yards. Um Defensively, again, bad, bad, worse than the efficiency. The efficiency is 18, and again, that's kind of rare. Like you usually f- are somewhat in like similar ranges. Great that they're efficient, uh, but they're not efficient. I, I, I'm, you know, they're 18, so they're in the bottom half. But then yards per game, 26 at 381.6, and they're 22nd in points per game. If you're an Eagles fan, like you're looking at that going. Well, at least the most banged up part of our team gets to play the worst part of their team, right? Which makes things a little interesting. Um, and again, we said bad schedule for the Eagles uh, getting to play the 26th worst schedule, strength of schedule, um, 25th for, for Seattle. So right there, one was uh, 0.4, 0.477, the other is 0.479. So equally playing poor talent. So you can look at those records against each other and say they essentially played very similar talent um, and, you know, we're two games different, essentially. Uh, Philly, however, I mean, uh, Seattle, however, on the season, you know, ha- has kind of lacked that big win as well outside the San Francisco game is what really hurt them. Like, take care of business against C- Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Arizona, uh, Rams, Cleveland, uh, Atlanta, Tampa. They have that one big win against San Francisco. They beat Philly already once. Um, in Philly, no less. Uh, again, they beat a good Minnesota team, so let's chalk that up. They've got two big-time wins. That's 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 good. That's two big-time wins. Um, not a great finish to the season, though, losing to Arizona and San Francisco, uh, which was actually an important game, Week 17 for San Francisco and Seattle. Um, couldn't get it done again early on against New Orleans. Couldn't get it done against Baltimore. Uh, couldn't get it done the second time against the Rams, and then again, couldn't get it done against the second time against the San Francisco 49ers. So they were really my favorite team for a while, thinking they'd be the one, the team to beat more so than the Saints, teams like that. However, it scares you a little bit who they kind of turned into. They went from being, you know, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, and 2. A ten and two football team that turned into an eleven and five football team, right? That's not a great finish to the end of the year. 
you can't really say they're going into the playoffs hot. They've got one win in the last four weeks, and it was against the Carolina Panthers, losing to, again, the Rams, Cardinals, and 49ers. So, take it for what it's worth. That's not a great sign either for the Seahawks. Um, going over to a little bit of injuries for, for Seattle. Um, obviously, they are nowhere near what the Eagles have. Um, but Dwayne Brown is out. Michael Kendricks is out. Uh, both hurt. Those aren't great. Uh, last time Kendricks played against the Eagles, made 13 solo tackles week 12. Um, George Fant now has to fill in uh, for Dwayne Brown. We'll go over and, and check out real quick. Um, you know, Fant's a 62.2, so he, he's okay. It's not the end of the world with him filling in on that O-line. Um, not ideal, but they'll be fine there. The bigger one will be Michael Kendricks being out. Eupati being questionable would be bad um, because then the Seahawks would arguably be playing with uh, th- without their three best offensive linemen, if you're talking about Brown being out, um, and you're talking about Brown, Eupati, um, and uh, I'm drawing a blank, and, and Justin Britt, sorry, it was their center to start the season. He'd be out too. So you're talking about three best old linemen being out. So they're definitely hoping Eupati can play. Um, Jerron Brown is questionable. Not really a big deal. I mean, 16 catch on the season, but provides a little bit of explosiveness at times, especially um, if Turner can't go for them, Malik Turner, um, and obviously Gordon suspended. So they could be a little thin there. Uh, Chris Carson's obviously done for the year. Rashad Penny's done for the year. Procise done for the year. Disley done for the year. Also a very banged-up team. Part of the reason that issue towards the end uh, end of the season, it was what it was. They're very banged up. Not quite as much as Philly, but still very banged up. This is going to be two teams I don't think can make a real run at the Super Bowl due to so many injuries. This, again, I believe can be a much closer game than anybody wants to believe between Seattle and Philly because you're just talking about two very injured teams. Two very injured teams and Seattle being kind of a where, where you know what you're getting with Philly. They're clearly a banged up team. They haven't played all that well all year, but a lot of it's because of the injuries, and maybe they got hot at the end. Maybe it's just because they play bad teams, but you know kind of what you're getting there. Seattle, I think, is deceiving. I think people think a lot more, a lot higher of Seattle. I think people think of, like I said, that 10-2 and Seattle, not the fact that they're 11-5 and now to finish the season. I think people are a little blind to who Seattle really is. Um, Philly's getting 2.5 points for the spread. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I would go Seattle here because it's just the safer choice and it's just too crazy. You know, going back to some PFF matchups, you just Metcalf, Lockett, like Wilson, they, they've just got too many weapons on the outside. I think, I think the Eagles would do a perfectly fine job of handling um, a – bad run game with all those injuries. I just don't think that Seattle run game will be anything. I don't believe that Lynch is coming off the streets to get anything done. Prove me wrong, that'd be an awesome story. I don't think that's the case. However, I do think you take uh, Metcalf, Lockett, guys like that, depending on who's healthy, uh, even Hollister at tight end, and you're putting up against Douglas, Maddox, Jones, uh, McLeod. 
I just don't. I, I think that's a win big time for Seattle. I know the Giants couldn't get it done there, and it made me annoyed, but we're a bad football team. Seattle, I think, can take advantage of those issues Philly has in the secondary, and I don't. I think that will be a big part of this game. Um, on the other side of the ball, you know, Kendrick's out again, hurts, but you still got Wagner, Clowney, who I know Clowney's been quiet, but 87.3. I mean, he's graded out to a darn good football player. Flowers has looked terrible at corner, but Griffin's been fine on the other side. Um, McDouglas, Hill. Like I said, this isn't a good Seattle defense by any means. They're actually very bad. Um, but it's a banged-up offense for, for Philly, and I just don't know. The For me, it would be if Sanders feels good and Sanders can go. If they can run the football, the way Philly wins this game is they run the football – behind that offensive line that actually isn't the injured part of the team. They actually can run behind that O-line. If Sanders and Boston Scott can get the job done and then you turn it into a play-action game to Goddard, uh, Greg Ward's actually been fairly efficient as a receiver, um, that's your chance if, if you're Philly. Your chance is we actually can move the ball on the ground at home in maybe some not the nicest weather against Seattle. That's your chance. You have to hope you can pound the football and play smash mouth, downhill, running game football. And then on the other side of the ball, believe that you can hold their run game to nothing and say, we're going to run the ball on you. Eagles on on Seattle. We're going to run the ball on you. We're going to control the clock. We're able to be efficient and and effective in that way. And when you're on the field, you're not going to run. You're going to be able to throw on us. We know that. You're going to be able to hit the big ones. You're going to be able to throw all over us. However, you do that consistently. you got to keep doing that. The third down throw, that's incomplete. That's fine. You're giving us the ball back. We're going to run the clock down. We're going to run it, run it, run it. A successful run game for Philly and being able to stop the run on the other side is really where they can find a way to win this football game. By no means to let anybody tell you that this is a game that Philly has no chance to win. I do not believe that. I don't believe that at all. I think they have a very fine chance of winning this game. Um, I think if you're a betting person or football fan, you have to still believe Seattle will win it because that's just the logical thing to do. But don't sit here and count out any team that can run the ball, won a few games in a row, has overcome some adversity, and has an O-line that's still intact like – Philly does. Again, it comes down to defensive running game in the playoffs, I believe. And, and I think uh, between two very banged up and injured teams anyway, it can be a little bit of a crapshoot. And uh, I think Philly can get that done. Um, but with that, uh, the final for me is actually going to be, I'm going to say Seattle wins this game 24-21. Dogfight. Dogfight going through um, two injured teams again. Uh, but, yeah, I think it'll be a better game than people think. It's the last game of the weekend for this round, at, you know, 440 on Sunday. I think it'll be a fun one to wrap up with. Um, so uh, please comment. Let me know what you think. I'm always interested for that. Um, but should be a good game. Uh, have a good one.